with more than $13 billion up for grabs on the November 7th constitutional election ballot, big Texas businesses are doing all they can to make sure that they get their share of taxpayer dollars. On this week's episode 150 of the Liberty Cafe, we're going to take a look at what Texas voters can do to stop this corporate grab for their money. Welcome to the Liberty Cafe, where oppression is on the menu. Hi, this is Bill Peacock, and welcome to the Liberty Cafe. I've, I've already talked about the November 7th ballot in a couple of ways. Uh, about a month and a half or so ago, I explained how the Texas legislature went through this process of basically hiding from Texans how they were trying to bust the constitutional cap on uh, on spending because they, they wanted to spend more money than the Constitution would allow them to do. And the way they've done that, well, it's it's passed the decision on to us. Rather than take a difficult political vote to spend about $13 billion that they could have given back to us through property tax relief, they've decided to pass the buck to us and have us vote on it. They just haven't told us that that's what they're doing. And then my last episode, episode 149, I went through each one of the constitutional amendments and explained how you, you total them all up, and that's $13.8 billion that the, the legislature is asking us to expend. So I'm not going to talk about all those amendments today, although I'm going to just briefly run through them so you'll know what they are. But today I'm going to talk about how corporate culture and co- corporate businesses and businesses in Texas are going after this money. If, if you think that all this money is just for the good of Texans, that is not the case. And a lot of it, and we can see that, because a lot of this money is going to go to big businesses, and they know it, and so they're spending a lot of money on trying to get you to vote yes on some of these propositions. So if you missed the last episode or you just forgotten, let me just run through these constitutional amendments very quickly and the ones that I would recommend that you vote against. Proposition 2 is property tax breaks for child care facilities. Uh, that, there's no uh, fiscal note on that because this is property tax breaks for the county and the city level. So while it's not going to cost the state anything, it will cost local taxpayers if they give out these tax breaks and you have to make up the missing tax revenue. Proposition 5 creates a Texas University Fund. That would cost Texans about $208 million over the next two years, and then about $120 million annually after that as they try and throw more money at Texas universities, like they're not getting enough of our money as it is. Proposition 6 creates a Texas Water fund, that's a billion dollars that they're taking away from us that could be used for property tax reform and given to, well, we'll talk more about exactly what this does in a little bit. Proposition 7 would create the Texas Energy Fund, $5 billion that would be thrown at uh, energy businesses, uh, ostensibly to improve the reliability of the Texas grid, but it's not going to do it. We'll talk a little bit more about that one. Proposition 8 creates a Texas broadband fund, $1.5 billion at rural Texas telephone companies who are kind of running out of things to do because people are moving away from copper wires in rural Texas to satellites and 
and cell phones and things like that. And these folks are running out of money and they want more from us. And so the, the legislature has uh, gone ahead and agreed with them. Proposition 9, teacher retirement. This, you know, Texas just continues to throw more and more money at the public education system. And we see that even in a special session where they haven't really done anything, but a special session where they're supposed to be working on school choice, the only reason that they can get anything done at all is because after they pass school choice, everybody's promises, oh, we'll, we'll spend more money on public education. Well, here's $5 billion more that is going towards public education. I think it's a bad thing to do. Proposition 10, property tax breaks for medical products. This would be $43 million over the next two years, and then about $50 million annually after that. This is just the Texas government, experts in Texas government, politicians deciding that for some reason medical products companies deserve tax breaks and lower taxes more than we do, the rest of us do, because this is somehow good for the economy. One suspects that the reason for this is that the medical products industry has really good lobbyists. And then finally, the Proposition 14, which creates the Centennial Parks Fund. This takes a billion dollars out of our taxpayer dollars and gives it to the state to buy more parks. And again, I think that's a bad idea. One of the things, the common themes among a lot of these is that some of these might or might not be worth doing. But if they are worth doing, the Texas legislature had more than enough money to do this without having to bust the constitutional spending limit and get around that by going to Texas voters. But instead, they decided to spend all the money that they could under the spending limit and then come to us to ask more. So if for no other reason, I would recommend that Texas Voters vote against Proposition 2, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 14 because the Texas legislature is spending too much of our money. Now let me get to the, to the focus on this, the corporate welfare focus on this. Uh, about, I guess it was about three weeks or so ago. Matter of fact, uh, I got my first one of these uh, when I was speaking to a True Texas Project a group in um, Beaumont a few weeks back and I was telling them about some of the problems with these constitutional amendments and right before about 30 minutes before that I got a text on my phone it's a text from Texans for Opportunity which is sort of the, a pack associated with uh, uh, the Texans um, Texans for uh, the Texas um, infrastructure um, Council, I believe it is, Texas Infrastructure, something or other anyway. And it's a group of corporations that want you to vote for these propositions. And particularly, they want you to vote for Propositions 6, 7, and 8. Those are the ones that create the Texas Water Fund, the Texas Energy Fund, and uh, create the Broadband Infrastructure Fund. Why, why do they want you to do this? Well, here's what they tell you. Uh, Proposition 6, for instance, the, the Texans for Opportunity and the Texas Infrastructure Coalition tells you that this will this $1.5 billion that is going into the, um, or the $1 billion that is going into the 
Texas Water Fund will repair and replace water infrastructure and expand, oh, such as leaky pipes and support conservation awareness, and expand water and wastewater infrastructure. Well, one wonders why, for instance, why voters in South Texas need to pay for water infrastructure up in North Texas, or why taxpayers anywhere need to, to pay for leaky pipes. Isn't that what people pay for their water bills for? Why do taxpayers need to throw in an extra billion dollars on all this, right? We, we pay our water bills, we pay our sewer bills, we pay our freshwater bills. Why are we having to just fork over as taxpayers an extra billion dollars? Well, the reason is not to fix all these things, but it's so that these companies can make more money. So for instance, uh, Proposition 6, Supporting this, members of the Texans, uh, Texans for Inf Infrastructure Coalition, Texas Rural Water Association, American Council of Engineering Companies of Texas, Texas Oil, uh, see, I'm sorry, IDE Technologies, your water partners, and TexWin, Texas Water Infrastructure Network. Now, those are four organizations maybe one company and three organizations that represents probably dozens of companies that will profit off of the passage of Proposition 6. And I guarantee you they will profit a lot more off of this than Texans will. Texas has been throwing billions of dollars at water infrastructure for years and years and years. And it's really not, the problem's not really getting fixed any, but these folks are making a lot more money. All right, let's move on to Proposition 7. And look at this. Proposition 7 would create the Texas Energy Fund. Again, that's $5 billion. And a lot of this is coming from the fact not that we need not to fix the problems with reliability on the Texas grid. We, we do need to fix that. But the way to do it is not throw taxpayer money at it. It's to get rid of renewable energy subsidies, the taxpayer dollars that would be thrown at that, and making the grid unreliable. But the Texas legislature won't do that. Because they won't do it, the Texas grid remain, remains unreliable. And I, ha, I believe that a lot of leaders, Republican leaders in Austin, Texas, believe that if the grid doesn't get fixed, then they're in danger of losing office, their office, their political power. And so they're willing to spend, throw as much money at this problem, your money at this problem, as, as they can in order to secure their political power. So that, I think, was really what's going on here. But they also have some help on this from the members of the uh, Texas Infrastructure uh, Coalition who tell us that um, this money will modernize and weatherize electric generation facilities and protect Texans from increases in their electricity bills. That's pretty interesting. They're telling us that, they're, that this, that our spending $5 billion dollars from our tax bills, that our tax bills go up by $5 billion, that will save us money on our electricity bills. Well, I can guarantee you that a lot more of that $5 billion under Proposition 7 will go to improving the bottom line of these companies than it will to decreasing your electricity bill or protecting it from going up. I, I promise that. And here's just some of the com companies that are energy companies that are supporting Proposition 7. There's the Texas Oil and Gas Association, the Texas Chemical Council, Pioneer, Valero, 
energy transfer, Wurtzilla and Apache. Right? Those are energy companies here in Texas or energy associations here in Texas that will profit off of this to some degree or another. And then finally, we have Proposition 8. Again, that's the one that creates a, the Broadband Infrastructure Fund. And you know the problem, again, there is that these companies, uh, these rural telephone companies, don't have much to do anymore, and therefore, because people are shifting away from them, and therefore don't have a lot of ability to increase their profits or even maintain their profits over the long haul as they get replaced by cellular towers and, and satellites in outer space. And so they want you to um, spend your money, another $1.5 billion of your money on broadband. At the same time, where Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are putting satellites up in the outer space that people in rural Texas can get broadband from that and you don't have to pay for it as a taxpayer. Yet they tell us here on this uh, flyer that I've gotten for that this, this $1.5 billion would maximize state and federal dollars and drive corporate and private investment across Texas. Well, yeah, it's going to maximize state dollars because it's going to spend more state dollars. We're getting your dollars. And as I've just mentioned, we already seen much corporate and private investment in this. We don't need the government to lead on this. And they say it would also provide critical upgrades for public safety, uh, mainly next generation 911 services. And, and I, I think most of us are in pretty good shape when it comes to that, and we certainly don't need to spend this $1.5 billion on it. And then the, the only really telecom telecom kind of company that signed up on this uh, flyer that I received is the Texas Cable Association. But I guarantee you these rural companies that are going to benefit from this are behind this as well. And then there's a, a, several other companies and organizations that are on this list that aren't, don't maybe line up specifically in each one of these categories, but they will just generally be, uh, make money off of this as the companies that are doing these things need to contract out to others and get more money and get, give, give them business. These companies are HALF, H-A-L-F-F, PPI, the Plastics Pipe Institute, Gajeski, which is a polyethylene specialist, the Texas Business Leadership Council, the Texas Association of Builders, the Texas Association of Manufacturers, and the Associated General Contractors of Texas. All of these companies are going to benefit in some form or fashion if you, as a Texas voter, and the other voters around you, go out there and approve these eight constitutional amendments and take $13 billion, $13.8 billion out of your pocket and put it into the pockets of these people. So that's the, the bottom line that Texans need to decide as they go out and vote on this. Early voting it just started and will be going on all the way through until we get to the November 7th election day. And so Texans, if you want to save $13 billion of your money put it back in the state coffers if you want to s shrink the size and scope of Texas government and you want to create the possibility of that $13.8 billion coming back to you in the form of property tax relief and maybe most important of all just telling 
Texas politicians that they can't get away with these kind of tricks. If you want to do all that, I hope you'll join me in voting no on these eight propositions on November 7th. Well, thank you very much for being with me this week on the Liberty Cafe. And thanks once again, as always, to the sponsor of the Liberty Cafe, Texas Scorecard. Thank you for listening to the Liberty Cafe with Bill Peacock. This show is produced by Texas Scorecard. You can learn more about this show and find other shows at texasscorecard.com. Be sure you subscribe and rate this show on whatever platform you listen on. See you next time.